The She Can Show is a live motivational conversation packed with inspiration, encouragement, and tools. Get ready to receive step-by-step tools that will make you realize where you are, but motivate you to get you where you need to be. Be ready to be encouraged to tackle your fears, your goals, and the very thing you've always dreamed of doing. I'm Najma Calhoun, and I get so excited about sisterhood, traveling, and turning your can'ts into cans. I encourage you to embrace your past, conquer your fears, and I provide you with the tools to help you become the best version of yourself. Grab yourself and come as you are. Just get ready to redefine and reimagine the woman that you were created to be. This is The She Can Show. What's going on in your world, sis? Where are you at right now? Are you on vacation? Are you at work? Are you in the grocery store? Are you in the car? Where are you, sis? (laughs) You know that I'm going to get in your business immediately because we're sisters and I missed you and I want to know what's happening with you. So wherever you are right now, sis, just shout it out. I'm on the beach. I'm in Kroger's. I'm in Publix. Wherever you are, I just want to know. You can tell that I'm excited today, can't you? I am so excited. But before I even go to that, can I ask you this question? What is the temperature like where you are located? I need to know because when I tell you that Atlanta is all the way hot, I mean like 90s and up. I mean like the heat index at 100. I just want to know where you are. I think at this point I need to go somewhere cold because it's hot. Um, And I'm going to say this, the natural vegan deodorant isn't working for me in the summertime. Oop. I'm sorry, y'all know I'm a flexitarian and then I be trying things that are natural and organic, but I'm going to say this here right now, the natural deodorant is no longer working. I'm sorry, was that a TMI? But you're my sister, so I had to go ahead and share that. So the natural deodorant is just put on the shelf for the summertime and we'll revisit it in the winter. And I got to add one more thing. My hair couldn't hang anymore either. So my underpits were done. (laughs) And then now my hair was done. I had to get the braids, sis. My hair was screaming H-E-L-P. I'm not being dramatic right now. That is literally what happened. Um, And I'm just going to say a special announcement right now for all of my melanin sisters. I just need to know, have you gotten your braids yet? Have you gotten your summer braids yet? Have you gotten your summer protective style yet, sis? You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Because you know what we got to deal with in the summertime. So I just want to know, um, have you just gotten your protective style yet? Let me know. Because here's the thing. You might have not even needed the protective style. Because some of my melanin sisters, our hair can handle it. And then some of us cannot. And I'm on the cannot category. So I'm going to leave it at that. Right now, your sis has some box braids. And let me tell you, I found some other cute styles too. So I'm just going to go style by style. I love how the She Can movement is so diverse because we have sisters from all over with different hair textures, different color and all of that. And so I have one more question that I need to pose. 
For all of my sisters that don't have the same hair type as myself and other melanin sisters, what do you do with your hair in the summer? Because I feel like we gave you the full education on what we got to do with our hair in the summer (laughs) when you don't see us with the silk press anymore because there's nothing silky about my hair in the summertime. What do you do with yours? Is the ponytail the thing for you in the summer? Is it a wet and go? I want to know. Educate us because we had to just educate you. Tell us because we got to be in this together. And I don't want you thinking that my hair is gone because it's summertime and I really just had to put it up because it's too hot. Because then my mom does this funny thing sometimes when my hair is like in an afro, she'll be like, rawr. And that's what she really thinks. Like it's a lion just roaring at you. And I don't want to roar at you at brunch. So just accept the box braids. And I appreciate that you all do. Oh, woo, woo, woo. Protective styles. It's check in time. You know that if you tune into the She Can Show, we have a check-in section. The check-in section is the time in our show where we just get a chance to check in with ourselves, to say, hey self, what's going on? How am I feeling today? What's going on with me today? Do I have an attitude today? Am I feeling happy or sad today? It's just that time to do a check-in with yourself. Don't worry, sis, if you don't get a chance to check in with yourself often, because when you tune into the She Can Show, you get that chance to just check in with yourself. So take a moment to center yourself for one moment and just relax yourself as we're about to check in. So the check-in question for today is, what is your relationship status with You see, you think I'm about to go somewhere that I'm not, but just stay with me. What is your relationship status with your journal? You're like, what, sis? What are you talking about? See, I got you. Plot twist. See, plot twist. What is your relationship status with your journal? How often do you journal? Do you journal at all? Do you feel like journaling is not so useful Do you check in with your journal only at night and then in the daytime, the relationship is kind of cut off? Is your relationship with your journal like uh, um, some days I'm talking to you, some days I'm not, some days I'm a pickup, some days I'm not? It sounds like I'm going somewhere (laughs) different from a journal and I need to get back on track. I'm not going back and talking about an old relationship that I had. I'm not doing that today, so I apologize. I'm just asking, what is your relationship status with your journal? I ask this because I was reading an article on Intermountain Healthcare, and they gave five points of why journaling is so beneficial. And so I started to realize that when I do journal, I feel so well afterwards. Like I see this shift in my mood and I also feel like my heart is not as heavy, but I also have this iffy relationship with my journal. Like I can be so consistent with my journal for so many days. And then after that, I'll be like, bye, I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. And so my relationship with my journal isn't so healthy at times. And so I was thinking, how do I get on track with journaling? And so here are the five points and the five benefits that I took from why journaling is so beneficial. So this article literally says the first reason why journaling is so beneficial is because it reduces stress. Can I get an amen, somebody? Like sometimes life is stressful and hectic and all the other things and raggedy and ugly. And so reducing stress is a check for me. 
And y'all, journaling is free. You can do it at your home. You can do it on your phone. And so anything that can reduce stress for free, I want to do it. Journaling reduces stress. Journaling also improves immune function. And so this is what the article said. It says expressive writing has been shown to improve liver and lung function and combat certain diseases. It has even been reported to help the wounded heal faster. What? So if we journal a little bit more, it'll help with our immune function? Okay, that's a check for me. Journaling also keeps memory sharp. Journaling also boosts mood. I can attest to that one for sure. It says a unique social and behavior outcome of journaling is this. It can improve your mood and give you a greater sense of overall emotional well-being and happiness. Lastly, journaling strengthens emotional functions. And I said all this to say to check in with yourself about journaling because I don't want journaling to intimidate you. We didn't say that we have to journal every single day and every minute of the day. We just said, let's do it more consistently and let's do it because it helps. It helps reduce stress. It helps with our mood. It helps regulate different things within our body. And can I just say this? Let's start writing again, like writing our feelings down, writing our ideas down, memorable moments that we've had, maybe dreams or maybe goals in our journal. And like keep track of those things. Remember when we were in school and we wrote notes to people or we wrote a lot of things down? Let's get back to journaling. And if you haven't done it before, I want to challenge you to get to it, sis. It's so worth it. Are you in with me? Send me an email, send me a DM, whatever it is, and let me know that you are going to start this journal challenge with me of journaling more consistently. I'm so excited about this section in our show. Can you guess what this next section is? We did this the first episode of the She Can Show and we're bringing it back. It's a throwback. Somebody say throwback. It's a throwback. This is the She Can and she did that section. What? Because she can. What? Did somebody doubt her? Because she can. I'm going to stay on track, but I dare somebody to say that she can because she can. It's the time in our show where we highlight a sister in the world, a woman that is doing the thing. And I mean doing the thing. She just makes us say yes, sis. She makes us give her a standing ovation. And then we come after the standing ovation and say this, you better do that thing, sis. We see you. Keep shining. Can anybody guess who we are highlighting today? Any guesses? Can I get a drum roll, please? Today, we are highlighting Pinky Cole. Have you ever heard of Slutty Vegan? Like, have you ever heard of Slutty Vegan? Pinky Cole is the founder and CEO of Slutty Vegan. I've been there before, y'all. And can I just express my greed for one moment? Because you know I'm a flexitarian. But their fries were so, so good. You know how I love my Chick-fil-A fries with the Polynesian sauce. Any sisters in the house that love the Chick-fil-A fries with the Polynesian sauce? So when I had these fries, I was like, ooh, this is some competition now because I'm a fry girl. Those were so dang good. I mean, the whole experience was just good and fun, but I'm a fry girl. 
So if you ever get a chance to like go to Slutty Vegan, please go because it is good. Pinky's story has every lick of God's finger on it, I must say, after just researching more about her and hearing a um hearing a interview that she was in, just hearing her story just really inspired me because one of the questions that she got asked what I was listening to in the interview was, was Slutty Vegan your first restaurant business? And she explained that it was not. She opened a restaurant in New York and the restaurant was doing so good. She was 26 at the time. The restaurant was doing so good that she even had enough funds to open up a juice bar. And so it wasn't until one early, early morning, 3 a.m. to be exact, what she shares is she gets a call and they tell her your restaurant is on fire. I can't even imagine receiving a call like that. So she just shares how her life just completely goes into shambles after she gets that call. And she shares that one of the biggest lessons that she learned in all of that with losing everything was one of the things that she didn't have was fire insurance. And so she was just explaining to entrepreneurs and people starting businesses, make sure that you all have you have your ducks in a row because some of those things she didn't know. Pinky talks about how this whole situation took her into a deep depression and just a deep, deep season in her life where she didn't know which way to turn. But when I said that God really had his fingers on her story, because literally two days later after she got the call about having to close her restaurant, she got a call to be a casting director for an amazing show on the Oprah Winfrey Network. So she literally moved to L.A. So you see how when the devil tries to stop you, God restarts you. That's for somebody right there. The devil has tried to stop you. The devil has tried to throw things at you, but you keep holding on because God can restart something in you. And I'm saying that because her story is living proof of that. So she gets a call to move to LA, to be a casting producer for this show when she goes. And then the team tells her we're relocating the show to Atlanta. And so they want her to move to Atlanta. And so Atlanta is not unfamiliar for her because she graduated from Clark Atlanta University. Yes, Clark Atlanta University. I went there for my graduate degree and I loved Clark Atlanta. So that always makes me say, C-A-U, sisters. But It was not until she got back into Atlanta where Slutty Vegan just became a reality for her. And it didn't become a reality overnight. She literally says this. She says she was up late at night and she was hungry. Now she's vegan. And so she's like, what can I eat this late that's good? Like that makes me want to leave my house that's good. And she realized there were no restaurants at the time that could cater to what she was craving. And so she said, literally, it came to her mind, slutty vegan, slutty vegan. It just came to her mind. And then she said, recipes started coming to her ideas, dreams about slutty vegan. It all just came to her one night in her apartment when she was hungry. And 
I just believe that like some of us are waiting for this specific sign from God of like, should I do this or should I do that? And what if it was when God plants the first seed in your mind about something that you act on it? Like that was her first sign in her apartment being hungry. And now it is a business that is making I don't even know the word. She talks about how she is making this like a billion dollar company all because of a seed that was planted in her mind. So go back to that first sign that God gave you. Trust it and believe it. And I also want to say that like her dream has really turned into reality because she has opened all these different locations all across Georgia and in other states all because she said yes to her dream that was planted in her head. And now her dream has been planted all over Georgia and in other areas, slutty vegan. And not only that, but recently she did a collab with Steve Madden and made slutty vegan shoes. What? Come on, somebody. You probably never thought that you can collab with a shoe company in a restaurant because why would we even put those two together? Where do they do that at? Where they do that at is when God is in the mix. And when God is in the mix, anything can happen. So do not limit your goals. Do not stop your goals. Do not come up against your goals because you never know how God can expand your goals and your dream. I feel this. Um, Pinky also too... She literally this year, she was the commencement speaker for Clark Atlanta University, and they had over 800 graduates. And guess what her gift was to them? She gifted each of them an LLC. I know. She gifted each of them an LLC. So she gifted them that because she said, I want every student to walk away with a business today. I want you to have something of your own. She is so inspirational. She is an inspiration to us all because one thing that I keep hearing within her story is things happen, but she didn't give up. Things happen, but she didn't give up. And I know sometimes it's hard for us to get back up after the fall, but I want to encourage us to get back up, get back up, because when we get back up, things happen. When we get back up, things change. So what is something that you need to get back up on? I hope that you go and read and learn more about Pinky and see how you can just get connected with all the different things that she's doing and just let her story inspire you because y'all, it inspired me. When I tell you it inspired me, it inspired me. That is Pinky Cole for you. Come on, somebody, give it up for our sister, Pinky Cole. Go ahead and say, yes, she did that. Yes, she's doing that. I love that. Let's give it up for our sister. I'm so excited about the next section in our show. If you know what time it is, then you know it's the fuel time. The fuel that fuels our soul. This is the section in our show where we take in tools, encouragement, and any inspiration we need to be the woman we were created to be. Can anybody guess where I'm going with the fuel today? I don't know if you know, but I'm going right to it. So... I just want to say this. It's another plot twist. Um, announcement. Roll call. She can, sisters. Are you ready for this? I have news. It's an obedient girl summer. Uh, uh, it's not a hot girl summer this summer. I know. I know. It's been hot. We may still wear our shorts or whatnot, but it's an obedient girl summer. 
when I tell you that, don't get nervous by that. But this year for this summer, we are setting the stage for an obedient girl summer. So a few weeks ago, I went to a brunch and my sister, her name is Stephanie, a new sister that I met at the brunch. And she said, it's an obedient girl summer. And when she said that, it kind of stung me. Like I even told her after, I was like, sis, out. She was like, I know, but it's an obedient girl summer. And if I can be honest, the word obedience always makes me feel like I'm in trouble. Am I the only one that feels that way? Like when I hear the word obedience, I literally kind of get nervous. It always kind of makes me feel like I have to walk on thin ice since I'm the type of person that makes mistakes often. I feel like I never can get it right when I hear the word obedience. Like if you were to ask my parents what type of child I was, they would probably tell you she was sometimes disobedient. I sure was. Um, But I'm sorry, parents. (laughs) I'm sorry. I was just a child. Can anybody else resonate with that? I was just a child. So when someone tries to get on me about being obedient, I internally like start rolling my eyes. Like you probably won't ever see it, but internally I'm rolling my eyes. Is that just me? Have you ever internally rolled your eyes at something? Like people couldn't see you rolling your eyes, but in your head, you were just batting those eyes. That's me when I hear that word. Then when church folk use the word obedience, they're like, you better be obedient to God or you know the consequences. Like why y'all got to say it like that? Because you kind of making me feel like I'm just going straight to hell if I do anything bad. Like just can we back up off that? Like don't be trying to scare me. Have you ever went to a church where they were just total like, if you sin, you're going down the wrong way and you may not go the right place. I just don't like that. See, it just traumatizes me. So you probably can resonate with me if you've ever felt that. But not until recently, I've started to really understand what the word obedience actually means. And I think I had some confusion because I was putting the word obedience and perfection into the same category. Follow me. I'm going somewhere with this is, you know, if you try to mix two ingredients that don't mix well together or two seasonings that don't taste well together, that's what happens when we put obedience and perfection together. We've got to undo those because they're not mixing right. They're not tasting right. They're not even in the same category. And a lot of times when we hear obedience, we're thinking perfection. And that's why we don't think we're obedient because we're not being perfect. Have you ever felt that way? Am I the only one that has ever merged those two together? It's time to unmerge those. It's time to emerge those two things because it's actually a hot mess when they are together. I love the Bible dictionary definition of obedience. And it says this, that obedience is to hear God's word and act accordingly. But anywhere in that, did you hear something that says to hear God's word and act accordingly perfectly or perfect? No, it doesn't say that. See, the word perfect means being entirely without fault or defect. So you see how those two things are totally different? One thing says being entirely without fault or defect. And another thing literally says to hear God's word and act accordingly. When I hear obedience like that, I hear grace. I hear love. I hear second chance. So we got to undo that because perfect means 
being entirely without fault or defect, and that does not mix well. Because obedience to God means and looks like this. God, I don't know how I'm going to get this done or get better, but I trust you. God, I accept that you are the only perfect person, so I will rely on you to help me and show me your ways. God, activate the Holy Spirit in my life. That's what obedience looks like. Obedience also looks like this. God, I love you so much that I want to be obedient to you. I want to honor you. I know I won't be perfect, but I'm willing to become better. That's what obedience looks like. Knowing I'm not going to be perfect, but I want to be better. It also looks like this. God, you told me to buy the house, apply for the job, start the restaurant, end the location, end the relationship. I might not agree with you, God, but I'm going to do it because you told me to do it. And I know that your way is the best way. That's obedience, not knowing the end outcome, but trusting the person that gave the order. That's obedience. Can I get an amen from somebody? Because I'm feeling that inside of me. That's obedience. And I'm feeling that because I've been mixing obedience and perfection and it's been holding me down. It's been making me look at God a different way because sometimes I would think that God wanted me to be perfect. And in fact, he just wanted me to be obedient. And if I'm obedient to him, that means I trust him. If I'm obedient to him, that means I have faith in him. That does not mean that I have to be perfect. See, obedience is a willing spirit to change. Obedience is a willing spirit to have insight on ways to become better. Obedience is a willing spirit to do what God says, even if we don't agree with what he says, but we respect what he says. Obedience in God means having faith in God. Having faith in the things that we don't see. God may be saying, apply for that promotion. You can handle it. You might think you can't handle it. God is saying, start the ministry. You're like, God, there's already all these other ministries. God says, I don't care. I need you to start this one because your personality is different from them. The way you do things is different from them. I need you to reach a different level of people. God is saying, start the company, start the business, start the restaurant, start the acting career. I don't care about what other people are doing. I love them too. They're my children too, but I'm telling you to do this. You're not going to do it perfect, but I need you to do it in obedience. And I'll walk with you every step of the way. Who, who, who? Sister. So when I break down what an obedient girl summer means, I would say it's this. Doing the last thing that God told me to do. Not trying to do it perfect, but just doing it. So let's pause for a moment. What was the last thing that God told you to do? Is it finished or unfinished? Think about that for a minute. Obedient Girl Summer also means getting refocused on the main focus. Come on, somebody. Getting focused on the main focus. If you get what I'm saying, say, I got you, sis. Give me the head nod wherever you at. Just nod your head. Some of us have gotten sidetracked from the goals and the priorities this year. I'm putting both of my hands up right now. Let's get refocused to the main focus. 
Obedient Girl Summer means saving the coins for the vision and not the foolishness. I'm going to pause right there because I know I just saw myself in Marshalls getting a few shirts. Obedient Girl Summer means saving the coins for the vision and not the foolishness. I know we want certain things, but the vision is more important than the things we want right now. God needs us to sow a seed into our business and not in the foolishness. God needs us to sow a seed on the thing that he's been telling us to do. God needs us to sow a seed into a ministry. God needs us to sow the seed into the place where he wants us to go, not into the foolishness right now. Where are you sowing your seed? Where is your seed being planted? I can't always plant my seeds in H&M. I can't always plant my seeds in Zara. I can't always plant my seeds in Marshalls. I've got to plant my seeds in the soil where God wants them. Whew, I think I'm talking to me. Woo, okay. So here are four ways to have an obedient girl summer. The first way is organically reconnecting with God. I had to use that word organically. Because, sis, you know that we can sense when things feel phony and fake. You know we as women are super intelligent. You already know us. And our Heavenly Father is very intelligent as well. Some of us these past few weeks and months have lost our relationship with God because we have been focused on other things. So let's reconnect with God organically. Maybe start journaling again to God. Maybe reading a devotional watching encouraging messages, maybe playing worship music, but something organic. This may also be your first time actually connecting with God. So maybe you need to ask God, God, how should we have this relationship with each other? And also try some of the things that I suggested. The reason why I suggested that we reconnect with God organically is because God is about to reveal some organic and raw things to us. Things that we have to see head on, instructions that he needs us to follow in this season, places he needs us to go in this season. God is going to be very descriptive and direct in this season if we listen. God is ready to plant ideas he's going to put in our mind in this season. And I said the word organic because we want our relationship with God to be natural, not filtered. We don't have to put on a filter to go to God. I know we use filters online. I know we use filters on social media. But when we come to God, we can come to him raw. We don't have to come to him in a filter. We don't have to come to him looking different. He wants us to come raw and organically. That's a word for me right there because sometimes I try to cover up what I got going on. And God says, come to me unfiltered. How many of us need to come to God unfiltered right now? If that's you, sis, just say me. Put your hands up wherever you are. We don't have to go to God filtered. We can go to him organic. We can go to God natural with all the different pieces of us. The second way that we can have an obedient girl summer is turning down the noise. Since you're in control of the volume, you have the ox in the car. You know how the person that has the ox regulates the music and the songs and all that? You got the ox this time. I believe that there are moments where we have to turn things down so we can listen up. We can't hear something if things are too loud. 
Take a look at your schedule and see what's working right now and what's not working. Are you feeling burnt out? Are you needing a break from the ripping and running and the noise? What does your body need right now? What do you need to turn down so you can listen up? Are some people too noisy in your life right now? Turn them down, sis. You have to control the volume of them in your life right now. What is the volume right now? Whatever noise is becoming a distraction in your life right now needs to be turned down or off completely. Why? Because you've decided this is my obedient girl summer and I need to focus. The third way to have an obedient girl summer is restructuring your boundaries. Somebody say boundaries, baby. Boundaries, baby. This summer, you might have to say no to some things. You ain't going to like this first one, sis, but I'm using this for me too. We're going to have to say no to some of these brunches that are coming up. We're going to have to say no to some of these trips. I know, sis, because you know me in a trip, I'm ready to go. But God needs me to focus this summer. We might have to say to some people, no, I can't go out tonight. Because when we start saying yes, 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 yes to all these different people and all these different things, we start becoming obedient to people and things rather than being obedient to God. Sister, you know I'm all about having fun, but we can have fun this summer with boundaries on our fun. We don't have to be burnt out and having fun. We can have boundaries on our fun. There has to be moments where we say no to others so we can say yes to ourselves and God. Think of some boundaries that have become loose over the past few weeks or months in your life. Take a moment right now to think. Where are some areas in your life where your boundaries have loosened? They're no longer tight. You may need to retighten them. So you can have an obedient girl summer and be obedient to the thing that God is telling you to be. Not perfect. Remember, not perfect, but just obedient. So let's look at where we are right now with our boundaries and our schedule and our different things that we may need to say yes or no to. And let's make some adjustments, some intentional adjustments, not where we're just always work, work, working, because, you know, I don't agree with that either, but just being refocused. The fourth way to have an obedient girl summer is shooting your shot. Sis, stay with me. I'm not saying shoot your shot at Michael B. Jordan because he is single now. Did I just go there? Did I just go there? Lord, Lord, help me because I've already gotten off focused. And we're talking about having an obedient girl summer. And I've somehow gotten to Michael B. Jordan during all this. Someone help me. Can you send up a little prayer for me? But I'm not saying we're shooting our shot at Michael B. right now. Even Lord knows. Get back focused, Najma. But Lord, you know, get back focused, Najma. Okay. Okay. But sis, no. I'm talking about shooting your shot at yourself. Have you ever shot a shot at yourself? I really want to know that. Like, yes or no. Have you ever shot a shot at yourself? You know, when you shoot your shot, sis, you shoot with intentions on not missing. When you shoot, you have expectations on the outcome being the best. 
you are excited about the outcome because you have come out of your comfort zone to shoot your shot. Can I get a witness somebody? Now, we, we're not going back to the times when we shot our shots. Maybe we can go there. Okay, maybe we can go there for just one moment, but we're getting back refocused. You know, we got to have some fun. <laughs> but what if you believe the impossible about yourself and expected the impossible to happen for you all because you shot your shot? to yourself. Shoot your shot at you, sis. You are worth the shot. You are worth the outcome. You are worth the expectation. You can do the impossible with God. You can expect the impossible to happen in your life. So shoot your shot at you. Go ahead. Shoot your shot at you. Believe in you. See the best in you. Expect the best to happen with you and God this summer. Shoot your shot at yourself and don't be afraid to shoot at yourself because you're going to be surprised at this outcome. And you want to know why you're going to be surprised? Because this time while you're shooting your shot at you, you're going to be more focused and you're not going to be a waste of time. Because you know, sometimes when we shoot our shot, it's a waste of time. You're not going to be that waste of time, sister. Shoot your shot at yourself. So the four ways to have an obedient girl summer is organically reconnecting with God, going to God unfiltered, turning down the noise so you can listen up to whatever you need to hear, restructuring your boundaries, saying no this summer means saying yes to you and God, and shooting your shot, shooting your shot at yourself and believing the best about the outcome for yourself. So before I end this, I have some additional resources, tools that I want to add for us as we are transitioning into this Obedient Girl Summer. And I want to start by saying this, we got to start this thing slowly. Don't try to perfect anything. Remember, we are aiming for obedience, not perfection. This may be your first Obedient Girl Summer, if we're going to be honest. Listen, it's mine. So we're in this together. Does this mean we aren't going to have fun this summer? Heck no, we're going to have lots of fun just with boundaries. So don't think that this episode is to knock all your summer plans. Nope, you better have every bit of fun this summer. But you're just putting structure and boundaries around your fun this summer. Because why? There's something that God has told you to do that you've been holding off on. So we're just getting refocused. I also want to add this other tool. I've been doing this 40-day prayer challenge by Mark Batterson. It's called Draw the Circle, and it's um, a cute little purple devotional book. It's 40 days of prayer um, with God, and I just believe that this will really help you see and understand more things by leveling up your prayers. So you can get this devotional book on Amazon. It has really changed my life, sis. It has changed my life. So go to that Draw the Circle 40-Day Prayer Challenge, Mark Batterson. It's on Amazon. That's a great tool for Obedient Girl Summer. I also want to recommend another tool that I think will be so beneficial in an Obedient Girl Summer is having an accountability partner and a prayer partner. Come on, somebody. It's nothing like doing something alone. Sometimes when you're doing things alone, especially trying to get goals done, they can get hard and get stagnant and get frustrated. And so I believe in healthy community. Come on, somebody, healthy community. So I'm asking you, sister, to start praying for an accountability partner. 
to start praying for our prayer partner for you this summer. And ask your sister to join me. Let's do this Obedient Girl Summer thing together. And if you don't have anybody, that's okay too, because we have a She Can Movement Sisterhood Facebook group. Come on, somebody. If you're already in the Facebook group, say, hey, we have fun in there. We're raw in there. We're real in there. And so we're going to be holding each other accountable the whole summer. So you can go to shecanmovement.org if you want to get plugged into the Facebook group if you don't have an accountability partner. Sis, I love you. Let's have a great summer. Remember, we aren't aiming for perfection. We are just going towards obedience. So never forget this. I said this early on. We will mess up, but we won't give up. So we will mess up being obedient, but we won't give up. God is so excited about our Obedient Girl Summer because if we go back and look at some of our old summers, I'm going to just be quiet because I'm going to get us off track. It's time for us to get refocused. It's okay that we got off focus for a little while, but I think it's so beautiful that we are really looking inside of ourselves and we're being intentional because we have insight and we see, hey, hey, self, I got to do better. Hey, self, I've been off track for a few weeks, maybe months, and so now I'm getting off track. And what better time to do it than the summertime? Because y'all know the summer can get noisy, but we got to listen up. Love you, sis. Talk to you soon. Obedient Girl Summer. Let me know if you're joining the Obedient Girl Summer Club. <laughs> this needs to be a club. I, I oh, no. Oh, did I just say club? Scratch that. This needs to be a movement. We're not going to the club this summer. I messed up already. Okay. Obedient Girl Summer. Let's redo. Obedient Girl Summer. I'm excited. It's a part of the She Can movement. Thank you, Sister Stephanie at the brunch that gave this idea. Love you, sister. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the She Can Show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you share it with a friend or family member. Make sure you subscribe to the show and make sure that you also stay connected to the show. So leave a review. Tell us how you enjoyed it. And if you want to keep up with the She Can Movement, make sure that you go to shecanmovement.org so you can stay plugged in. Well, until next time, thank you for tuning in to the She Can Show.